The following podcast may be explicit. It may contain references to and examples of bodily functions. It may also contain infantile humor and profane language. It may also contain some useful information about the tabletop RPG hobby. If you find any of these things offensive, stop listening now. What you should not do is give us a bad review on iTunes because you do not like one of these things. Thank you, and enjoy the show. And I storked it. I fucked up the die roll. I storked it. My luck's a black hole, so I storked it. And I know I'm an asshole, because I storked it. And I storked it. You're listening to Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon and beer. And I know I'm an asshole, because I storked it. Thank you for joining us for season 14, episode 15 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. I'm Twin. I'm Nally. I'm Aya. Your mic is quiet. Oh, it's turned around the wrong way. I should have checked that before we started. Hold on. Oh, okay. Please hold. Oh, goodness. Hello there. I'm a lot louder now. Yep. I apologize in advance. Now? I didn't think that would happen. Now. Of the two of us. While I'm here, let me just... Put up. Check this, this one. Can actually, yeah, excuse yeah, me. That's not too bad. There we go. I can be louder. Um, I, I just need to figure out which mic that is. Cause just change everything around. <laughs> Talk. Which say something. Is not like the other. Yeah, there we go. All right, we're yeah. better. <laughs> Professional show. Boot. You're welcome. <laughs> that was so, brilliant. So, welcome back. Hello. You Thank you. Thank it's good to be back. back. Yes, we missed it. Yes, we missed you. We did. Oh, thank you. And I know, the, I know the, the no, I, listeners missed you, No, we were talking in the chat room. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, <laughs> we've, all, we've got all of you here. We've got all of you here. My life. Uh, 53rd annual Renaissance Pleasure Fair starts April 4th. 4th? Ah! April 4th. Oh, ah! uh, one I have all my stuff ready. And one day from today. Yeah. When we were recording. Uh, Irwindale, California, go to REC Fair slash SoCal or RECfair.com slash SoCal. Right. Or, you know. No, just. just they'll find us. D- they'll, just don't go there. Just go there. to Irwindale <laughs> and look for the dam. Yes. And then just. There are lots the of dam signs. Left. There you go. And it's on <laughs> the weekends. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's, ah! it's ingrained in me. No, just Seven weekends. Shoes. And, and we'll be there. And uh, at Rogue's Reef all day and all night. All day. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to email the show, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. You can go follow us on Twitter, happyjacksrpg. And you can follow me on Twitter at srvenable. If you want to do that. But I, do I very that. rarely use that. My, I generally just use happyjacksrpg as my persona. and yeah. Except when Kimmy's using it, because she uses it too. <laughs> And do you have do you have want to uh, g- give your Twitter or anything or what do you guys got going on? Oh, absolutely nothing right now. So okay. Wait, uh, sort of oh, right? hey, plugging sportive tricks. Hi, oh, I'm Serena for sportive tricks. You can find us at sportivetricks.com. We have a uh, kelp with a kick music. Yes, S T O R T I V E. They will also be at the Renaissance Festival. Yes, yes they we will. will. For all except for the third weekend uh, something like that i believe it's the third yeah. weekend is the only one that they're gonna be the same. we'll be there with them yelling about their band out yes. front yeah. for everything except for the first day um Joop. because we're dirty larpers and there's a larp on the first day and <laughs> that's larp, more larp, important larp. <laughs> i'm yeah. helping run that one i'm not gonna yep. be there either i know <laughs> oh no kidding yeah really, no i'm missing all, the first day you know i'm i'm, I'm missing jerry the whole first weekend 
And I'm missing Bill the whole second weekend. Oh my god. Yeah. It's very odd. There's yeah. such I had to play bass peoples. on the oh, second weekend dead. of the fair. I, I thought you liked playing bass. I, I like playing bass. I hate hauling that freaking thing around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't blame me for that. Yeah, you should yeah. get a wagon. Roadies. <laughs> Roadies. I can't find any that'll work for free. That's if fair. I can, I'll I'll, I'll let you know them. if I can fight. Hey guys, what you doing? <laughs> <on this one? laughs> hey man, we tried to arrange it last year so that That's if there true. was like an actual booth, we would help all of the bands sell yeah, stuff. We but did. But However, that, that didn't out. work out. Yeah. No. So. Um. There's, this lighting is amazing. I seriously like look at the camera. I'm like, well, I, I, I turn, see a little on. silhouette of a man. I'm just <laughs> totally <laughs> top down. Oh, that's Jesus. a little better. A no, little now they can see me. It's not okay. <laughs> I was looking right at that. You're welcome. You got, you've got my, yeah, you've got mic shadow too. Well, there's yeah. nothing really I can do about that because you know audio first. Yeah, that's cool. Sorry. No, I'm having, I'm having a blast actually. I just hide behind the mic. Yep. <laughs> actually, n- twin sometimes does. Yeah. Her face is mostly obscured. Well, most that time. particular chair. <laughs> Is always a microphone with a person behind it <laughs> <laughs> because of the angle. Why do you think I sit here? You're like the GM mm. from Two Neutral. Hey, oh, it's true. I can't. Okay, so I started. I started a new job this week, and <laughs> I'm not actually even living at home right now because uh-huh. the job is a little far for me. So I can't talk today. So y'all can just start making fun of me in advance. Excellent. Right? Um, in the chat room right now. Yeah, just. Just go ahead. I I would have an easier time making fun of you if I could understand anything that you were saying. Right? Yeah. Now. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm I'm not even mad. <laughs> not mad, bro. I'm not even mad. It's legit. Uh, and is there anything else I should be plugging? Oh, uh, is it GameX? What's the one that happens? The GameCon that happens right Whatever. after Whatever. I've been on it's oh, strategic, yeah, whichever strategic con it is. Yeah. I think it's GameX. Yeah. And that's one of the... Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And that's coming up and might we'll be there on the Sunday and the Monday. Maybe. We'll be there too. We'll be there. Yeah. I have to tear down fair on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we can't go to that because we have to. That's my least <laughs> favorite. <laughs> that's my yeah. least favorite part of fair is yeah. getting out in the hot sun tear and tearing down. it all down. I usually bring Otter Pops when I come to tear down. Otter Pops. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Pops, you should do that. Yeah. Or a kiddie pool. Yeah. Yeah. That's that would be a good Full idea of Otter too. Pops. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> that yes. would be awesome. Perfect. All right. Uh, semi-urgent game advice and thoughts on GM philosophy. Philosophy. <laughs> oh, you can't talk either. Feropopy from Will L. Dear gentlemen and ladies of the much esteemed country of Jackertopia. Actually, hmm. it's Jackerstan. Um, oh. uh, land of the douches and home of the douchebag throne. <laughs> I want a douchebag throne. <laughs> Be careful what you I wish don't for. I don't think you, you do. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely want one. <laughs> Greetings. Will H here. Steve Shakespeare on the forum. I've emailed I before. I can tell. <laughs> but I've just joined the forum, so don't expect anyone to remember me, ellipses, yet. <laughs> Big I dreams. Ha- I'm a little punchy because <laughs> I'm still getting over my... Whatever is wrong with me. We're all punchy. It's going to be great. Oh, I should talk about my accident, too. I, should, I had an yes, accident. Actually, should, should I talk? Yeah, a car accident. A car accident. <laughs> we clear the room otherwise. <laughs> oh, my God. My ear itches. Why? <laughs> Why would you? She's scratching her ear under the. Are you okay? It itches. It looks painful. Yeah. You, you can just have the one ear headphone on. No, you don't have good. to have them both on. No, I'm okay. <laughs> I hope someone didn't have lice. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) 
He gave you great uh, I don't know who sits, sits there. Is it the stork? I... <laughs> so, yeah, I got in a car accident on, on Monday night on my way home and got rear-ended and got shoved into the center divider and passed five cars on the shoulder without hitting any of them because they were all stopped. And it wrecked my car. We well, the I don't guy know who then, hit you wrecked your car. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if then is applicable. I'm pretty sure that as that was happening. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wrecked my car. First it, I managed to not hit any cars after he rear-ended me, and then I wrecked my car. <laughs> Just got out and like threw it. <laughs> and mo- more importantly, even though my car was barely drivable because it only had three wheels, I got the fuck out of the freeway and got all the way over to the to the right hand shoulder Jesus. where you're supposed to go when you have an accident because it turns out unless someone's dead they're not going to sit there and draw chalk marks and measure the cars in the middle of the fast lane on the yeah. five freeway yeah, no. get that shit over to the side that's what they say there's signs that actually say that now but no get one that reads shit them. over to the side <laughs> just like that the fuck reads signs <laughs> It was exciting. It made it, my car made a lot of noises driving after that. <laughs> yeah, just a and few, the, I'm sure. The guy behind, the guy that hit me, his horn just started going off. Oh, yeah, he got stuck. I love it when that happens. It like, yeah. but it was it's like, and it's a big name. car. It's a big Buick, but his horn. <laughs> it wasn't. It didn't sound like a big car horn. It sounded like someone replaced it with like a Volkswagen horn. It was like. And it was like sputtering on and off. And I'm listening to it. And I thought it was like a belt or something was rubbing against something. And I'm like, is that your horn? Yeah. And he goes in and starts prying on the steering wheel. All of a sudden it stops. He says, yeah, it's been doing that. (laughs) It's not even accident related. It's just, you know, every couple days. <laughs> so I was song. I accidentally bolted a bike horn in there last week. I hear sure of someone who's done that before. I'm pretty sure I've told this story on the podcast before. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty boyfriend. sure I have. Yeah, my ex, my ex who put a, a bicycle horn on his Jeep. <laughs> the horn didn't work. So he just bought a bicycle horn and like attached it to his side view mirror and would be like <laughs> We had a um I work at a truck shop and we had a customer who bolted a train horn underneath his truck. Isn't that ho- illegal? I'm sure it is. <laughs> and he hooked it up to the to the air tank cuz they're air horns. Oh god. Oh my wow. god. Wow. Gone well. He <laughs> As a practical joke, they had one of the guys get underneath his truck to check his clutch adjustment. Oh my god! <laughs> no! Boop! And they hit that thing just for a split second. He jumped out from underneath the truck. And it was deafening. It was oh, a- yeah, absolutely sure. deafening. Yeah. It was deafening, and I was 40 feet away from it on the other side of a wall. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. Yeah. Great practical joke. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah that, that's how I people wind up with holes in their eardrums. <laughs> <laughs> right? Speaking of. Uh, uh, I have a few bits of business that I would like to hear your advice and thoughts on. If you are willing to impart your mighty and vast nuggets of gaming wisdom upon my undeserving vessel. <laughs> an undeserving vessel <laughs> like myself. Thanks to you wonderful people, I am running a Mongoose Traveler campaign. My soundboard went off. I was going to applaud that. 
and now it's not even going to be a surprise. No, it's just Google. Scanning. Scanning at you. <laughs> and I've hit a bit of a snag. In my last session before my spring break, the PCs have journeyed to a world famed for racing of all sorts. And most notably, death races, a la Mad Max, mixed yes. with the Indy 500. Dude. They had a job to steal some experimental and guaranteed to win fuel from a large racing company, and they planned to sell it to another less likely to win racer. On the caveat that if he wins, he gives them a decent piece of his winnings. However, being the brilliant murder hobos that players generally are, they decided to bet on the racer in question, of course. taking advantage <laughs> of his slim odds to potentially make a huge profit. Victory is by no means assured, as I have written a little mini-game to determine the winner. But since the players gave an advantage to one racer, he will more he will be more likely more likely to win than anyone else. Herein lies the problem. I have no idea what to do if the players win this much money. Ship upgrades have been mentioned, but the combat monkey in the group plans on purchasing TR-12 combat armor to be even more unkillable. And I'm not sure that the that the commiserate step up in firepower that that would re be required to challenge him would allow the rest of the party to survive. Do you have any advice on how to manage the situation, either in specific or in general, or how to deal with traveler PCs that have too much money? I'm running the game next week. This is actually a couple weeks old. Sorry. Oh. But I, but I, <laughs> I hope you figured it out. But I kind of like the question. Um, at the, so I have time to think. The forums have been very helpful uh, with good tips and advice, but I'd like to hear some of yours as well. That is from Will well, L. And let hmm. me do happy jackson.org slash forum if you'd like to go to our forums. And right now they're a little slow because we skipped an episode. But when we do, when I don't skip episodes, it tends to be pretty busy over there. Hmm. And raucous. No and way. Trolleys. No way. What? And Gamers trolley. And people have sock puppet accounts that I have found because I can see their IP address. <laughs> but I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Except for when the time is right. He's coming for you. It, it, it's when they start pushing things too far and mm -hmm. start fucking with each other on a personal level. That's when I'll generally out them. But until then, games. I won't. Until someone gets a sock puppet in the eye. <laughs> sock monkey. It's, pet, it's better than a muppet sock in the mu eye. Sock puppet in the mouth. So he's got, he's got characters who have... Been clever. Have mm -hmm. basically come up with a way to double, quadruple... Yeah, probably whatever. significantly, especially because this guy probably has low odds. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, he's probably 20 to 1 or something yeah. like that. And they're like, well, let's see, we've got 100k... Let's this put it all like in. Something that your players would do. You're not fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I. I mean, this is a challenge because on the one hand, you don't, you definitely don't want to punish the players for being clever and creative. That's the first thing mm -hmm. I thought of. Is um, yeah. you can't if, punish them for it. If yeah. you've got and if he's got a mini game and they got, and they win, let them enjoy it. Well, turn I, it into a turn it into a story opportunity though. Mm -hmm. You can have the. I mean, you've got the guy who has. Sorry, what? just turn it, it to the other way. Other, other way. way? Okay. A little more. Tiny, there you go, perfect. Bam. All right. Uh, Directional, Mike. Just giving it the, How does they work? The squinty eye. <laughs> turn it into a story turn it opportunity. Turn it into a story opportunity. What squinty eye? Take the, um, 
Uh, take the guy who's holding the money, take the guy who's taking all the odds, and, like, have him assassinated or something. The players have to solve a murder before they can get their money. <laughs> have him kidnapped. That, that had occurred to me. It had actually occurred to me. But that, I think, falls under the purview of punishing the players well, for you their can, cleverness. Uh, no, like, you can give them a little bit of it, but then if they, like, they have to look into something more that you can link to the main story <coughs> if you have a main story. And See, I was gonna say that they- go to murder. I was gonna say well, that they, they could- <laughs> I mean, if you want to throw in something in advance, you could always have them, have him get kidnapped. That's right. Uh, and then they have to get him back, because now they're like, oh shit, we have, we have 50,000 gold riding on him. I amended murdered to kidnap. Yeah, sure. Uh, I did. Have him miss the race. But <laughs> even if Well, the other, the, what, I mean, realistically, I think what I would maybe try to do here is let them have the race, let him have his, his opportunity to win, reward them for their cleverness, give them their money, and then find them a good money sink. Yep. Yeah, find them too. something they want to spend the money on, um, and make availability that is more. useful. Find them something that yes. they will feel they have accomplished something, maybe in the world or the storyline, by spending the money on mm-hmm. uh, that isn't necessarily. I am going to get so much swag, bitches. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a, sh- so a, a ship upgrade comes to mind, especially in travel. Ship upgrade is cool. Ship yeah. stuff is really expensive. Yeah. It's measured in mega credits. Yeah, yeah. So upgrade the range of the ship. Yeah. That's not going to break your story, probably. Mm-hmm. So instead of being able to go three parsecs per jump, it can go four parsecs per jump. You know, Those are yeah. too bad. Also, Which, limiting availability, depending on where was, they are, is yeah. important. Yep. Sure. You have control over what they have and what they don't have, and it's not all going to be just roll up what's in the book. Not yeah. all that stuff's going to be in every planet. He can yeah. try to get whatever armor he wants, but if it doesn't make any sense based on that city that they're going to have anything that fancy... That was another thought that mm-hmm. I had. Um, he might have to wait, and that'll give you the opportunity to, to stall and come up with something else. else. Right. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even if it comes down to it and you can't figure something out and you can't you don't know what a good money sink is, or you can't quite guide them in the direction of a money sink, let him get his armor. I know that the concern is um, stepping up the firepower to possibly murder the other players, but I have always felt, and I say this, I have to say this a little ambiguously because I'm not as familiar with Traveler specifically, Mm -hmm. um, but usually in any system, you don't just have to respond to, well, my tank has higher armor by beefing up everybody's DPS. There's usually some particular abilities you can use or something like that that will target him more specifically um i mean the only example i can think of for my campaign i have to give from pathfinder specifically unfortunately um but i had uh i had a monk who was absurd and could get an armor class of something like fucking 56 or something ridiculous and it was all by the rules Mm -hmm. all totally in the rules and it was also i mean in in his defense a player who is not not a a, a min maxing yeah. breaker of games. Yeah, no, he was he's a role, a role player, player straight mm-hmm. up. Um, but he he built his character for this because he wanted that to be her crux, and he succeeded. Um, <laughs> Very and well. so then they wound up wanting to toss him in single combat against uh, a a chieftain, a war chieftain from this uh, tribe of people who were very martial uh, and very capable of uh, when it came to combat. Um, and I spent a while trying to figure out how the fuck I was going to justify this amazing war leader never being able to hit him, and then I realized that when it comes to Pathfinder, his armor class might be high, but his combat maneuver defense might not be as high, especially mm-hmm. if she's specialized in combat maneuvers, and I was correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it made it, it made it a more even fight, because he was still very dodgy, but she was also 
very effective. So they actually finished. It was, finished the, it was well, an they, awesome fight. They finished the combat with her being at some like she he won. Um, but I think he was at three hit points when he yeah. won. Yeah, so oh wow! Uh, exactly. <laughs> it was yeah. So like usually there's something like that in any system that you can find that's an armor piercing ability. That was so my that, thought. Yeah, yeah, so that it's not just like, you have well, all these dudes. character. Come here, honey. <laughs> yeah, or just crowd control him. Find somebody, if there's, I don't know, if, I don't even know if Traveler has spellcasters and shit, <laughs> but, okay. Psionics, yeah. if, if they're using psionics. Yeah, I mean, but there's, there's surely something that you can do that will, that can sometimes often on neutralize it. And you obviously don't want to do it every time because you want him to enjoy his fun too. Yeah. Um, but just Let occasionally, fly, but yeah. But just occasionally in a combat where you want to challenge the other players. Um, well, I mean, uh, the, neutralize the thing is with, with traveler, there's, if you're at it, depending on what tech level you're playing at, energy weapons are pretty common mm-hmm. and energy weapons do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, and it's going to do a lot of damage, even if you're wearing DL tw- DR 12 armor. Mm-hmm. So, you just don't want generally want to get in a fight in Traveler. If you're wearing combat armor, it's it's a little more, I suppose, it's not quite as dangerous to get in a fight for a round. Mm-hmm. Maybe the first round isn't as dangerous, but yeah. by the second <laughs> round, you're probably pretty close to death if the guy hits you. So, <clears throat> I, I don't know if it's that, I don't know if that it, that's that big of a discrepancy, really. Um because if your other players have any kind of armor at all, they've got DR2 or DR4 armor or something, it, 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 your day is ruined if you get if you get hit with a heavy laser. Yeah. Period. You're going to take, you know, seven dice of damage or eight dice of damage. Jesus. It's going to blow right through that 12 DR. Mm-hmm. It, yes, you may not outright die, but your, your day is ruined. Right. <laughs> so yeah. It, Having not, a bad day. That's not that big of a deal. And I kind of want to... Yeah. I just wanted to let you know. Yeah. Oh, mics are peaking? Oh, yeah. again? All right, I'll fix that. Sorry, oh, guys. I only just looked down. Yeah, me too. I was just uh, noticing this. Which is my out? It's One of them is out. Which is that? Seven. This one? Is that better? Thank you for is letting us know. Sorry, it took us so long to figure it out. <laughs> is it better? I can't tell. Uh, keep us informed on what it sounds like. Apparently, it's mostly when... Um, it, apparently, it's painfully loud. And when anyone gets it. loud or everyone talks at the same time, we can't understand. Crap. I'm scaling down all of our mics a little bit. And okay. then once I've done that, you guys can tell me in about 15 seconds, once you've heard this, if that worked. <laughs> <clears throat> I think it will. Um, uh, same with the thing and the... What, Sorry. What was I thinking? I was talking about something. But kind of the, the, the thing... <laughs> his thing about oh the armor making him more unkillable i wonder i don't i don't think that's the right attitude yeah mm-hmm. i have a problem with that um cuz you know what you're the gm they're all killable <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't yeah. where i thought you were going with that no, it, I mean, <laughs> ultimately they are and, and and because it's it's too easy for you to think that way yeah mm-hmm. so and the and the other thing is okay he's got DR12 armor, which may, might make him be more willing to go into combat or mm-hmm. you know, less reluctant to go into combat. Yeah. That's the that's a problem for the other people without DR12 armor. Yeah, they're going to have to pull and, him and back. And maybe, maybe you know, the players can talk amongst themselves, or the characters can talk amongst themselves after a particular na- particularly nasty combat, and that in and of itself might be, hey, a great opportunity to sit and roleplay and figure out 
how we as a group are going to uh, address situations that are dangerous. Yeah. And whether or not going in guns blazing is always the right plan. Yeah, which can provide some dramatic tension between the players at times. And you're looking for you're looking for a money sink. In the end, maybe they all say we all need combat armor. <laughs> <laughs> that might it. help get rid of some ah. of your cash. Yeah, no fucking <coughs> joke. So, scale the whole party up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think mostly here you just want to make sure that you don't decide to uh, be, be so worried about not being able to handle whatever they do. Uh, mm-hmm. That you punish them for their creativity, like that's that's a, a pretty big no-no in terms of jamming. Right, and, and especially in Traveler, that's a great scam. It's like, yeah. oh, we were, we're helping yeah. this guy fix this race, and they bet on these races, huh? <laughs> yeah, like I don't. How could you not see this? Coming? Exactly. I was <laughs> I was gonna say that. There you go, chat room. How was that? Yeah. <laughs> experience. This was an experience. <coughs> Be not afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Be not afraid of the experience. Yeah, and I mean, and you have to to trust yourself to roll with whatever they're going to throw at you. Um, and then sometimes you're going to fuck up when you roll with whatever they have thrown at you, sure. and that's okay, too. Yeah. Um, there are people. <clears throat> I mean, generally speaking, do you have, do you have sort of a go-to solution when you have a situation where you've given too much? Hmm. Aside from the, uh, <laughs> uh, I know the cliche talked about bathroom break. The yeah, I'm gonna take ten. I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> um, well, we bought a flying ship once. Yeah, you did. did. I in a in a setting in which flying ships had never been a thing before. My players made a flying ship. Yeah. I was like, well, thing. that's a powerful thing. It was a powerful thing. It was um, good times. <laughs> it just did, meant did it that require our any sort of fuel? Um, it ran on magic. Oh. It required, yeah. Well, so making it required a heavy upfront investment okay. of a variety of things. Like, yeah. they, they planned it for many levels, so I had a lot of time to see it coming. That's true. <coughs> um, which was a benefit. Did you need one of those eucalyptus things? Oh I'm my good, god. <laughs> they're, they're, oh, no, no. Maybe when I'm done with my beer. Look there. So it t- it tastes like hate. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm good after my work today. I think I have had enough hate taste in my mouth. <laughs> I think the chat um, can probably smell those. Probably. Jesus. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Proctor's pine pine ellipse, elliptus pastilles. No. Yum. It's, no, gross. like it's it smells. I'm not gonna like, have another one. It smells like koalas in here. <laughs> Uh, Loki actually actually brought up uh, in the chat room something that uh, I was also thinking of, which is watch Lucky number 11. Number Prime 11? boxes. Yes, number 11. That's actually... Oh, how yeah, that's what I was just giving you shit. I'm right. <laughs> I just, it's been such a running gag that nobody can fucking talk tonight. Fuckers. Yeah. So uh, uh, the crime bosses get kind of pissed when you bet on their fixed shit. Because you're getting a cut of that. Yeah. That was something else I was going to bring oh, up. Yeah. Actually, yeah. was was it what you, should, you know, something yeah, you like you could do to at least solution. give them mm-hmm. give them tension about it? Um, <laughs> is yeah. before uh, before the race actually begins, have the whatever the cops are start sniffing around mm-hmm. because they're like well, something fishy is going on here because you fixed the fucking race right <laughs> um and then let them <laughs> resolve it possibly bribe the cops with a cut of the winnings or whatever legal <laughs> whatever they're gonna and, do and then you 
you not only fixed the race, but then you went and bet a huge bet on the guy who had the least o- worst odds. Or yeah. yeah, which is ter- a little suspicious. Just a little bit. Yeah, so that have, was something that it, just to add tension had, had occurred uh, uh, to me. Assuming if if you're if on this particular planet betting is legal, it might be regulated. There might be something yeah. like an FTC that looks at insider trading and mm-hmm. says. And then maybe there's an inquest. Maybe you need to hire a very expensive lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get really real about it. Objection! (laughs) No, no. (laughs) All right. Uh, Should we go on to the second one? Sure. Thank you very much, Willow. 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 Super drama. Super drama. Oh my goodness. Super drama. Oh God, there's more pages. How did this happen to me? There's. I'll go. Usually. All right. oh, it's a short one, too. Sweet, I win. <laughs> All right. Dear Happy Jacks, I've been listening to your podcast for several months now, and I'm hoping to get your advice on a situation. In the superhero game I am currently playing in, one of the other player characters, let's call him Jack, killed yeah. the villain in cold blood. Considering that the majority of the group is against randomly murdering people, we reacted what? as any paragons what? of justice would. What kind of fucking players are these? <laughs> and put the cape-clad killer in jail. Afterwards, Jack claimed that he only did it because he was feeling frustrated about something out of game, but it was wow. clear to all of us what that he considered sake? the choice at length before <clears throat> making it, and only wanted to backtrack once the choice blew up in his face. Premeditated murder hoboing. <laughs> RGM. Not wanting, to, murder <laughs> not wanting to force Jack to make a new character came up with a means for Jack's character to get out of jail via a legal loophole. Jack char- Jack's character shows up again at the base, and we get into a tense standoff. But, as you might imagine, most of us are leery of working with a killer. Jack, on the other hand, takes all of this as a personal attack on him rather than his character and becomes upset. This is not new behavior, either. When we play, most of us have a habit of making snarky comments towards one another. (laughs) I was waiting for it, man. I was waiting for that one. I'm like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? I love you. So uh, when we play, most of us have a habit of making snarky comments toward one another's characters. It's all in good fun, at least until Jack starts complaining that we're making fun of him. <laughs> Which we aren't. I feel as though we are Jack... right now, but I'm making a lot. We're of... making fun. My of goodness. <laughs> I feel as though Jack can't take criticism or a joke <laughs> and doesn't seem to be willing to accept that bad things <laughs> bad things can happen to his characters. I'm curious to know what you Jackers think that, uh, your words. I'm curious to know what you Jackers think that we as a gaming group should do about Jack. P.S. Take a drink. Ooh. Lokio says they've moved from manslaughter hobos into full-blown murder hobos. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, there are two of us that, uh, because beer did not sound like the thing we wanted at the time, are now drinking vanilla vodka and cran grape. It's going to be a good night. Yeah. One step away from gin and juice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not swigging on my Ducerono this week. It's usually hey, I, I just still, got the bottle. I oh remember you with a bottle of vodka and a swizzled straw, dear. It was a really it was a day. bad day. It was a bad day. <laughs> Deadlineitis is a, is a serious it's condition. condition. You, and if I mean, if you're going to drink vodka straight from the bottle, you need a swizzle straw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's get real about this. Okay? I have one of those pinwheel ones that <laughs> spins and goes... <laughs> Yeah, we should freeze inside. it. It's oh, it amazing. goes what? 
If you're going to drink vodka straight, you should freeze it first. That takes Ooh. some extra time. It, Cold, actually. <laughs> yes, premeditated a, vodka. It takes some premeditation. That's that's actually one of my one of my sister's favorite stories from college. Is it premeditated point, vodka? Uh, sort of. So at one point, their roommate got a bottle of like fairly nice vodka. I mean, they're college students, so realistically, it was probably like pop off or some shit. But you know, so they got they got a bottle of vodka, and which is actually on the bottom shelf, right yeah. next to the store brand. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, uh, but their their roommate who had bought the vodka. Uh, went out of town, like, to go visit her family or something for a few days, and was, like, drunk, drink my vodka. And so, of course... Of course. One night, my <laughs> sister and her friends are like, we'll just have some, it's fine, she'll never notice. And then the next thing Put they know, they have finished in. most of the bottle. Um, oh, and, are, no. and so now they're drunk, and they have an empty bottle of vodka, and she's coming back tomorrow, and they're like, shit, what do they do? So they fill it with water, and they put it back in the freezer. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Your sister is so, so pretty. So they come back. They this come was your middle sister. Right? No, this oh was Shonda. Shonda. So then her the roommate comes back the next day. They're all hungover, and she comes into the room, storming into the room, slams the door, and they're like, "What? What's wrong?" And she holds up the vodka bottle and is like, "Vodka doesn't freeze, <laughs> motherfuckers!" <laughs> oh my god! Now I feel like I have to apologize to your middle sister. Sorry, Dee Dee. Sorry, Dee Dee. No, dude, your your sister. She's oh beautiful god. and very blonde. <laughs> She's so pretty. So um, Um, I think we've decided that clearly Jack needs to get drunk on chilled vodka. (laughs) I agree. No, okay. So, Uh, like, I feel as though Jack can't take fuck talking to him. I give up. Jack can't take a joke. Um, Well, I mean, on the one hand, it sounds like sometimes Jack is kind of a bitch. On the (laughs) other (laughs) hand. On the other hand, I'm not sorry for this. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, um, while it may feel like the best way to deal with a player who is kind of being a bitch, <laughs> okay, yeah, I am. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, I, I was thinking like after we've had our conversation about it to like t- tell Jack to listen to the episode. Oh and- God! <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna say that now. Yeah. <laughs> it might be oh, for Jesus. the best. Uh, the but it's on, on the one hand, you may think that the best way to deal with him is to pull him aside and be like, dude, stop being a bitch. But realistically, the best way, like, really, a lot of the time... That doesn't work on, on someone who's being a bitch, I, yeah, No. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> and, I am well, and Jack's also, bitchiness. Because <laughs> it sounds like this is a, a habitual thing. This isn't just someone who's, a like, showed up to the game <laughs> and is in a bad mood. And is having a bad day. Right. So, well, and it's... I'm in a bad mood and I'm acting bitchy. Dude, you're acting like a bitch. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. right. But in, this in, is not that situation. In this no. case, it, it's... I mean, this kind of thing comes from chronic insecurity yes. which is not fixed by telling someone that they're a bitch no <laughs> you would think it would work but turns out it doesn't um, i don't know but I, it may be worthwhile for the dm to sit down with him and actually have a conversation of okay i just want to let you know that you should understand that you're awesome and stop worrying about whether we're making fun of you or not because we're not because we like you because you're a good guy otherwise you wouldn't be here yeah <laughs> see and I'm and try to give him a small ego boost that lets yeah. him know that you know soothe the ego even even though now may not feel like a time for ego soothing because okay. the thought of doing so is frustrating so i'm a big believer in community peer pressure <laughs> and i think that a person's bad behavior can really be corrected 
or at least made a little bit better by gentle application of community peer pressure. In my opinion, what the GM needs to do is take all of his players aside without Jack and be like, all right, look, we've got a fucking problem (laughs) with this Jack bitch and we need to fix it. So what we're going to do is from now on, when he flips his shit about something not you know whatever everybody when he when he does something like killing a a villain and then saying oh well it's just because i was upset out of game that entire table needs to go no dude that's not how we play you don't get to do that right don't do that Mm -hmm. that's not cool and then move on and then make it a point throughout the rest of the game to also praise him Tell him about things that he does well. And include him. And include him. If he does do yeah. things well. well. I'm sure he has some good qualities. <laughs> I'll bet that he's great at diplomacy. He yeah. might. <laughs> you said that with a straight face. <laughs> he might not hog all the potato chips. Aww. That's true. See? That would Maybe? be sweet. That's a really good, yeah. Thank you, Jack, for not Thank you for sharing. all the potato yeah. chips. You're a good sharer. Yeah, yeah. just like, <laughs> good sharing. Good no, game. I mean, he shares sounds... everything, even his feelings. <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds like, it sounds, it sounds kind of dumb, but even just having gentle encouragement in offhanded ways of like, oh, hey, good roll. Man, you always, you always roll really high when you need to, even though that's not a fucking skill, you know, it'll make somebody feel good. I, I don't think they're going to fix this. Really? I don't think so. I, there is an incompatibility in the approach to role-playing games that I think is a fundamental problem here. He sees success equals winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Not interesting story equals winning. So I have played with people like that, mm-hmm. and they can be taught. Can they? <laughs> they, they can, can learn. be taught. It's one of, a close friend of mine will constantly uh, say, like... Oh man, you're so like all you're so good at role playing. I wish that that was the first thing I thought of, but I can't stop thinking about the stats. And my I don't brain want doesn't work to. that way. My sure. brain doesn't work that way, and I want to think about what my character would do, but I always first think about <clears throat> what would be the the smartest thing to do in this situation. Right. What how how should I stat this? What ability should I use? And that's not. I wish I I wish I could turn that off. Mm-hmm. And I've I've talked to him about it, and we like he tries, mm-hmm. he tries really hard, and sometimes he manages it, and sometimes he'll go back and be like, okay, look, I'm sorry, I was thinking, I was thinking about the stats. Are I you at stop. a? Are, is this at a table where pretty much everyone else is a role player first? This is a LARP where um, there was okay, a lot okay. of role play. There's a lot. Okay. I mean, LARP winds up having a healthy mix. Well, that's of, the peer yeah. pressure thing right there. Yeah, yeah. at work, okay. and it, it yeah. helps having a, a healthy. I mean, the LARP itself has a healthy mix of strong role players and people who are there who are a little more statistically mind, um, or just minded. stick jockeys. Or just stick jockeys. We don't have mm-hmm. many stick jockeys. What does that mean? Stick jockeys are the people who are only there to hit other people with buffers. Which, uh, they don't give a, a shit about the role play. They don't give a shit about the oh. story. They're there to have a good combat. I'm a stick jockey. Um, I just also like role play. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's... Uh, but we have we do have a, a handful of folks who are less role play minded and more, more rules-minded. Um, or more focused on winning, on overcoming f- the challenge. Sometimes, yeah. Sure. But they, yeah. we have had pretty <coughs> decent success. I have found that if, if you make the story engaging enough, and awesome enough, and if the other players, regardless of how immersed those people are, choose to immerse themselves as much as they ordinarily would and have a great time, mm-hmm. it will encourage them. 
to think that there may be something to this okay. uh, and seek to improve. Um, I mean, we've seen it with some of the others. Mm -hmm. One of the guys who is more statistically mined just made a character for a LARP that's starting up with me and some others who's connected, who he, like, sat down with me and a friend and worked out, like, a, an extensive backstory where he's a, a conflicted and well-rounded character, which is great. Mm -hmm. So... They they can learn sometimes. I think they can be taught. <laughs> Not always, but I, I do it believe is admittedly they can be taught. harder at a tabletop. Um, so that's the thing. I I have yeah. Because I mean, in a, in a LARP, generally, do you take all all comers? Uh, it depends on the LARP. Yeah, it depends on the game. But um, but most of at least the big LARPs, um, yes. I mean, some of them are like you know, there's basic at, limitations at of eighteen plus only. Yeah, like, at your it. tabletop. Yeah. You want you, you usually you have there who you want there, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I, um, I, I imagine a lot less effort gets put in at, at the table unless you live yeah. in Alaska where there's only five role players, and if you, you, and if you exclude the guy with right. the book, yeah, <laughs> then it's a bad day. Right. Um. Takes me back to my home in the Appalachians. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Key Largo was not so different. Yeah. Either we didn't Kinda have like very that. many gamers. Um, That's why we gamed with our music teacher and our environmental science teacher. No joke. <laughs> um, which was rad. That was awesome. Actually. <laughs> and, um, but I still think it can be done, especially if, like Maui said, you pull, um, you you maybe pull the rest of the group aside and are like, "Look, I know that this is a thing that's going on, um, but I think it may help if we can try to encourage him instead of." getting frustrated yeah. because even though and he's calling him a bitch yeah <laughs> as satisfying as it might be. Uh, yeah i know as it is it is <laughs> it is but the the positivity because like specifically because in this case it sounds like it is just an instance of yeah, chronic insecurity like he's, yeah. he's just an insecure dude because everybody else at the table is laughing and joking about giving each other shit and he's like why are you giving me shit which is I a self-esteem issue it. yep um Time for a hug. Yeah, so that, like, and self-esteem issues okay. are not resolved with the belt. No. <laughs> I, I know a couple of people that might, but yeah, I don't think that's now. how you meant. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's true. I, I concede. M, 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 That is not autobiographical. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I have to keep my mouth. Drink more vodka. Yes, you do. Shut right now. Yes, you do. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. I don't want to hear a damn thing. So I think we've resolved his problem completely. Oh, totally. Too. Yeah. Good luck. It's fixed. Vodka. Good luck. luck. With that. I don't think it's going to be very easy. It yeah. Oh no. no. Any any kind of. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Story problems. Usually, you can find a solution pretty easily in game. Out of game problems. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but most of them, I find to be resolved by just open and honest communication that doesn't involve you being a dick to somebody. Um. But. Uh, yeah. There. There is something to be said for the moil. Moral high ground. You said moil high ground. You were going to say moil high ground. I know what ground. I said. I'm the clumped. <laughs> Thanks. Where I'm glad somebody said it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. Moil. Moil high ground. Did you have something to say? No. Okay. Uh, yes. The, uh, there is something to be said for the moil high ground, but um, but don't be a dick. I mean, if yeah. you... Calamari for everyone. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Segways are for losers. I like, like pie. pie. <laughs> Thank you, Myra Brain. Yeah, thanks for that. Wow, yeah. you just killed that sucker. Yeah. No, it did. <clears throat> it's delicious. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> How's it smell? How's it taste with the eucalyptus? It got better. 
Oh, good. It got better because the eucalyptus kind of got washed out with the first half of the bottle. First half. It took a whole half. <laughs> it took a whole half. Yes, it did. Oh, oh Jesus. You've had a whole half already. Okay. You've had a whole half already. Can you hand me a Sierra Nevada out yeah. of there? Can you hand me the one of the green out of there? Yeah. That green one right oh, there here. in the corner. I think you're missing. Uh, what did I do with Thank the you. actual vodka? Thank you. What, what did, did you do with the, the, the crank grape? What do you do yes. with the actual vodka? <laughs> God damn it. It's gotten that point You lost the vodka. Wait, oh, I found it. Oh, good. Thank you. Hey, guys. Yeah. It's like sky yeah it's Just sky vanilla me. good lord that one four rebounds in the wow <laughs> it was actually <coughs> right between the shoulder blades which would make it legal if this were a larp for you yep. to call sap truth <laughs> what's sap mean? sap is Not exactly what it sounds like uh yeah. from the sap uh weapon which is it means that you're fucking unconscious oh, i hit you over okay. the back of the head enjoy good night got it all right <laughs> you know but no hitting people in the head so yeah. Oh, that's why you hit between the yeah, shoulder blades. Yeah, so you, blades. you hit them between the shoulder blades when they're not aware of your presence and call sap. Or in some systems, waylay. Um, duck, one duck, of our, duck, yes, duck, duck, one waylay. of our favorite games in some systems is duck, duck, waylay. Duck, I was duck, never waylay. really sure if I should pretend like I'm out because they say waylay when they hit me or if I'm actually supposed to get up and chase them. I've been really... Depends on if you have armor or not. That's true. Yeah, duck, duck, waylay is all fun in games until somebody swings damage. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, n- next email. Howdy from Jim Toe. This is long. Who would like to read the long email? Oh, I'll do it because I can't talk right now. Yay! It'll be great. It's going to be awesome. Yep. It's going to be great. Hold on. Let's get ready for this. Thank you, Stu. <coughs> <sighs> All right. Hey, crew. Been a little while. As Stu noted in the last live podcast, I still listen, but I had quit gaming. Oh. Well, that was the plan. I did quit for several months, intending to only game at cons, but then I started back up for a chance to play Masks of Neural Hotep. It was pretty uh-huh. shitty at first. <laughs> you know, that's you, that was a very deft mispronunciation without making it obvious yeah. that you mispronounced it. Which yeah, is hilarious, because I, I have to say, this, is, this lady is kind of the queen of mythos sometimes, so yeah, I can't believe you. she did mispronounce it. I, I apologize, okay? I told you I can't fucking talk Well, tonight. there's a schism about how to pronounce it. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Is it Nyarlathotep or Nyarlathotep? I've heard Nyarlathotep. Realistically, actually. I think that the argument only exists to continue the sand loss for yeah. everybody involved, yeah. which makes it a conspiracy. <laughs> that makes I just sense. say bless you when we move on. There's only <laughs> one person we could ask, and he's dead. Oh. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> like an Artax joke. It's always too soon. Artax, no! <laughs> I yeah, that You're fucking movie. You're boggered. You made an Artex joke on Facebook. What, what are you talking about? What's, a, what's that? What's an Artex joke? Have, I don't know. What you're have about. you ever seen the Neverending Story? No. Oh my god. <gasps> no, see, neither had I. I had never seen that movie, and then a bunch of my friends were watching it, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, what's going on over here? And I walk over and I sit down as this boy and his horse are like making their way through a swamp or something. Oh god. No idea what was going on. The next thing she knows, you know, he's all Artax, and half the half of the '80s children in the room are weeping, are crying openly. An entire generation scar fades back in, and there's just this boy sitting here in the swamp, like crying. And I'm like, "What the fuck did I just watch? What kind of movie is this? What kind of movie is this?" So So the horse dies. This is like the '80s version of Old Yeller. Can't just yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. What? I can't just say that like that's spoilers or some shit. No, it hurts. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then you guys showed me the the movie with with Tim Curry as the giant horn guy. It's yeah. Really terrifying. I don't know what it, I'd never seen it before. Yeah. 
Legend. Legend, yes. Legend. I had never seen it. and uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I fucking love Tim Curry. He was in his own movie in that. I would watch the movie that he was in. I he know, usually right? is. He usually is. And if it's not him, it's his legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I continue. Oof. Yeah. Um, moving past mispronunciations and... Mispronunciations. Sure, sure, for sure. And sand loss. It was pretty shitty at first. One player wasn't dependable. Another player always showed up, but the earliest he ever arrived was 30 minutes late, and that was the least of his issues. We dumped the two assholes and ended up finding a pretty cool dude. My game That game recently went on hiatus, and I can't see myself going back when it starts up again. My BACA... Hey! My BACA, Bikers Against Child Abuse, responsi- responsibilities have increased. And fucking just rock on, dude. Fucking yes. rock on. I just want to say, for I those who don't group. know, yeah, BACA, B-A-C-A, Bikers Against Child Abuse, it's exactly what it sounds like. Good on you, man. My aunt and uncle are members. We yes, love you. We love BACA. <laughs> Frey says, the never interesting story. <laughs> yeah, dude, there was Get a reason out. I never watched it as a kid. Because <laughs> you never watched it as a kid. <laughs> because it didn't look interesting snark. at Blockbuster. Snark, snark, snark. Oh, God. I, never, I skipped it. <laughs> I've skipped a lot of... No, I watched the third one for some reason. The what? I'm sorry. Never ending story three? Yeah. What? Uh, you're... You're, it's coming in a static. What was that? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, I don't know what any of the. Anyway, we're never Bikers Against anyway. Child Abuse. Awesome. Look them up. Responsibilities have increased and they're just simply blah, 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 blah. And between Sturges and other biker trips, events in the next 18 months, all that require ass loads of cash. No more cons for me either. Oh. Sad face. I will still continue to listen to Happy Jacks, though. I just can't Why? quit you. We no. know. On to other topics. Con GMs, please give, your, please give your games accurate descriptions. Last November, I attended Gamehole Con in Madison, Wisconsin, which was an absolutely terrific experience. If I read slowly, I won't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I the believe only, you. The only issue I had the entire weekend was a game I signed up for called Kiss-tastrophe, oh which was run in TSR Marvel Superheroes. Oh my god. The description stated the PCs were members of Kiss, and it promised a rockin' good time grow- going around being superheroes like in the original Kiss comic books. Oh my god. I figured that was awesome. We'd be badasses and solve a mystery like only Kiss can. And Kiss can. When it turned out, what it turned out to be was a five-minute setup followed by a three-hour, fifty-five-minute skirmish battle between Kiss and the Green Goblin. Literally, no story, just battle. As combat is always my least favorite part of any RPG, this was majorly disappointing. If this had been given a proper description, I never would have signed up for it. Sad. That sounds less like a poor description and more like a shitty GM. <coughs> yeah. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you did get to play Kiss. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. It's like, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> but were you like, did you have to solve, like, fight this guy on your way to a concert? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be late. That's awesome. Right, yeah, put some tension in the yeah. game. <laughs> we have a call time. <laughs> hey, Stu, do you still have my Savage Worlds Explorers edition I left out there? Yep, yes I do. Everyone, see, I'm pointing at it right now. See I that do. bag? I see, the yeah. bag on top of the right bottom there. shelf. It's right there. Yeah. I have witnesses. Is it is it shiny? Am I supposed to mail expensive? it to you? <laughs> do, do you want it back? <clears throat> I could send it to you. Was someone supposed to sign it? <laughs> it's in a bag and it's sitting here. And if you want it, let me know and I'll mail it to you. But and if there's something you want us special, you want us to do to it first before we send it, let me know that too. 
Sorry, I was reading the chat room. That's fine. Uh, another question for Stu. Your line, my mommy's eyes made me sick from the oh. Ghostbusters game. Oh, God. Whoa. Yeah. I love it as one of the best shit-just-got-real moments I've ever encountered. Can I use it in a module I plan to sell? I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I sold the last one I wrote, and I have a really good feeling about this one. I can credit you on the author's page for the inspiration. Sure. Cool. Sweet. Stu says sure. It seems all the hosts... Uh, number four. It seems all the hosts tend to do some RPG writing, yeah. either rules or adventures, even if they are just notes, except for Stork, who is infamous for writing a thousand or so pages for a four-hour con game. Bless oh, him. I, I sympathize. <laughs> On the flip side, I've seen quite a few RPG folks, some Happy Jack Jacks fans, <laughs> bitch and moan that they can't seem to ever finish writing anything if it is more than a few pages. My advice for them is what works for me. Sit down, shut the fuck up, and write it, because no one else is going to write it for you. Get off none Facebook. Of, none of us are familiar with this advice. As no. a writer, <laughs> I endorse this advice. <laughs> it is good advice. It's true. <coughs> My goodness. That said, I do other things to help out. I usually have rainymood.com going in one browser tab. That sounds amazing. It is. I love that site. Holy I can't shit. believe that you don't know about it. No, it's exactly up your alley. Oh, my God. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. And another tab that has listenonrepeat.com. On that tab, I choose some kind of instrumental music piece. With that, I can block everything out. I've sat at my work desk several times on my lunch, lunch break, headphones on, those two tabs going, and wrote for a solid 60 minutes. My questions are, do the hosts have any writing tips? One, do the hosts have any writing tips? And two, do the hosts have any tips or tricks to help set the mood? I assume you mean for writing? <laughs> hey, baby, <laughs> this is the right one. Jim uh, 2 Obligatory uh, PS I've purchased two bottles of Vinique Shimmery Liqueur God. Yes! Really? Yeah. That's why really? I saw that in the uh. store tonight I saw it and went Yes, I'm we gonna were, drink glitter We were just making fun of that at the store God, yes You were we making had, fun were, of it You guys were at the last con, were you? No. no Someone brought a bottle of that for the host <laughs> Oh God. We finished it <laughs> Oh God. Mostly, mostly Bill and Tyler finished it <laughs> Be awkward, but I, I gotta a, know. I, do you, does it make you shit glitter? Yeah. I, no, personally, no. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have that much. I only had a little shot. Man. You have to ask the guys that had like, you know, three Half or four fingers that's out a, of the bottle. That's a, hey honey, come here. I'm gonna take a picture. <laughs> oh you gotta God. see this. Jesus. That's a good moment for that. <laughs> no, I just, the, the last con that I was at where it was when we went to the podcast, um, uh, the panel podcast mm -hmm. was, uh, Somebody was passing around some very, very good booze. There was... There's usually that as well. And and my awesome roommate had double black. Or had Johnny <laughs> Walker black. Love it. There uh, there was there were two horrible, uh, sickeningly sweet liquors. One of them was that stuff. <laughs> and the other stuff was... was it? One of them was lavender. <gasps> lavender. Or pink. <laughs> no. No, was it lavender no, colored or was it lavender tasting? Colored. Okay. Oh, never mind. No, yeah. or it was pink. It was some kind of pink vodka. Drink. Oh, was it like hypnotique or something? I no, don't vodka know. shouldn't be pink. No, it was. I mixed the two of them because I, 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 I gave a little shut little thing and I tried this one like that's nasty. I heard oh. that one. That's nasty. Oh god. Like, Fuck it. That's Jesus. worse. Oh god. <laughs> and then that's went back to beer for the night. Oh god. It was. It was awful. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Uh, shimmery liqueur for an upcoming biker weekend camp yeah. at the Smith. You're a brave man. <laughs> they are going to beat you up. 
You want to talk about shitting glitter? (laughs) You're going to have to open your mouth to open that bottle. They will not thank me for this. It's a bad sign when the only place I could get bottles of this shit without a special order was Target. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but Why were Vons in Pasadena? Yeah, that's where we just saw it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, we stopped at the store to get me some vodka, and there was (laughs) was one of them right there. Have you guys tried rum chata? Yes, yes, we almost brought that. Ooh, I no, actually look got, at like, us. We're white little... girls. Does it look like we I haven't? Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a I have pumpkin like spice liqueur at home, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, we fucking love rum chudda. It was weird. Ping, be ping. <laughs> you know, we, we, we all rather. I, I'm, oh. I'm not ashamed to say that I like rum chata. It's delicious, but that's because I just like anything that even remotely resembles horchata. It doesn't yeah, taste so. anything like horchata. It's at got all. cinnamon in it's it. Cinnamon. That's <laughs> close enough. Like cinnamon, I'm fine. I'll tell you what. If you mix like it, if you mix it with Fireball, it's not bad. And then I feel really like a white girl. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Add More some Starbucks in there. Yeah. Fireball's cinnamony, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, very. It is. It's delicious. I just melt your face. <laughs> so, so writing tips. Right. <laughs> I'm not the person um, to be talking on this one. Well, I, I mean, wrote, I wrote a novel when I was in college. Yeah, my really? my biggest, it, it's okay. shit. Um, <laughs> going on? But I mean, it, it, it takes a, it, you got to write a lot of words before you're not writing crap. Yep. But um, the 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 main reason I was able to finish it is because I set aside a specific time of day, like four or five days a week. Mm-hmm. This is when I'm going to write. Yep. And and I cordoned off that time, and it was only an hour or two hours on those days when I did it. Absolutely. And that's all I did during that time. And all of other distractions went away. This is back in the day when I was writing it on a Commodore 64. Yeah. So if there was... If there were, first off, there was no internet. There was bulletin boards. And they were at 44.1K. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't a whole lot to do on them anyway. So it was very... There was no distraction having a computer back then. Yeah. No, you now, can't <clears throat> get distracted with Facebook. Help. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Do you need more cran grape to go with the fact that she just poured like half the <laughs> bottle into my mug? <laughs> she just kept handing. I can't it help to me. you, Sundance. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh. No. <laughs> Pomegranate and mango punch for Valentine's Day. Hell yes. I can't. Too many. I have no hands. Oh my god. What's your how phone many, down? How many no. podcasters does it take to pour a glass of, <laughs> of cranberry vodka? <laughs> exciting over here. Oh Mostly I just don't trust myself too. Which is why I keep drinking. <laughs> that's fair. All right, that's, that's but that, that's the only you. advice I could give. Oh. Um, no, it's that's legitimate advice. I mean, the sit the fuck down and actually write is uh, rule number one. Because it's I mean, that's the most common thing that writers wind up hearing and telling themselves is eh, one, one day. Uh, yeah, well, no, that's not going to happen unless you actually fucking write. excuses. Sit is, down, fucking do it. That is literally the hardest part about writing is yeah. actually fucking doing yep. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, second one. Don't edit yourself into oblivion before you're even done. Don't just don't just read write. It. Just no, write. Just write. And uh, some of the some of the best advice I have ever read comes from Stephen King, and he, he used the phrase "kill your darlings." Yeah. But he says that when you are done writing something, when you you write that first draft, like don't even fucking look at the rest of it. Put it away. Put it in a drawer for six weeks, and mm-hmm. don't fucking look at it. And then after those six weeks, come back. Now that you have hardened your heart against all of the things <laughs> that you loved previously, yep. and look at it with an editor's eye, and make it good then. Make it better. But first, just fucking write it. 
Same um, goes for art, actually. If you've got the timeline, get it done absolutely. early, come back to it, and yeah. fix all the shit you notice. Yeah, yeah. look at it later. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but it's uh, setting a schedule is a big deal, especially if you're somebody who relies on routines. Um, that helps me a lot. Um, and it... it it's, a, it's a challenge. <laughs> yeah, no, my, my desktop background on my laptop is your ideas are worthless. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. Because mm -hmm. it's true. Because it's true. Ideas are worthless. Yep. You can have a great fucking idea. You can have that idea for 30 years. Ideas and if you are never, like uh, Yeah, and if you never get it on paper, it is worthless. It's worthless to you. It's worthless to everybody. So have it stop being an idea. Put it on paper. Some Write of it, also, it down. Sorry. No, Some of it ahead, also comes down to prioritizing. Um, one, of the, one of the lessons that I had to learn when I started... Um, trying to do freelance writing was that you do all these other awesome things during your day that take up your time that are important to you um and you have to sit down when you decide no i want to write this thing i want to write this rpg or i'm going to start gming a tabletop which means that i'm going to have to start writing every week mm -hmm. for it or every other week or however long you run it um but if you decide to do that you need to take a hard look at what your day-to-day -day schedule is and look at maybe <coughs> some of the hobbies that you have and think Am I willing to give this up, or at least do this less often, for at least as long as it takes me to write this thing? Right. And if the answer is no, you're not ready to write the thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or you're not committed enough. Um, <clears throat> so you need to make sure that you're actually in a place where you can do it. And you may never be. You may never mm -hmm. be, and that's okay. I, I had <coughs> one of my, I mean, one of my favorite teachers in high school always said, I believe that everybody has a novel in them, it's just that the vast majority of them don't have the capability to write it. Well, that's, I mean, that you have me. to, yeah, you have yeah. to prioritize. I, I have always wanted to be a singer. I've never found the time to take singing lessons. So it's, it's not that important, clearly. Yeah. Me. Right. And it's in terms of setting the mood, um, what I tend to do when I take on a new project uh, is I sit down and I make a music playlist for that project specifically. Uh, and if you're the kind who likes to, to do uh, what Jim Two rec or, uh, recommended with the uh, listen on repeat and just something that is background noise, that's helpful. Um, but if you're the kind of person who maybe uh, maybe gets motivated with with high RPM <laughs> kind of music, um, that's that's me a lot of the time. So what I, I wind up doing, is, I mean, I just I just started planning for another campaign that I'm starting up in a little while. And the first thing that I did was I sat down on Spotify and I started a playlist named after the campaign. And I went through all of my all of my music and I put all the things that I thought were that I thought set the mood and fit the theme and feeling for that campaign in the playlist. And then I start and then I just have been listening to it for the last few days. I haven't written anything for the campaign because I've been too busy, <laughs> but I've been listening to it to get myself into that mindset for when I do sit down and write it. I have a playlist of music that inspires me. Yeah. Just inspiring music that, and whatever that might be. There's a lot of rock songs online. There's fucking, there's fucking Meatloaf on that playlist because <laughs> Meatloaf is awesome. Dude, no lie though. I'm glad that you shared the, the Spotify playlist yeah. that you have for that because it's gotten so many of us in the zone so we get our character shit yeah. out of the way early yeah. so you know what the fuck we're playing because we're Which all is like, great. yes, we're going to do the thing. Yeah, that's the first thing that I did. I mean, I sat down and I made the Spotify playlist and then I linked, I, I took the, I copied the link and I posted it to all the players who were going to be in it and now they're all listening to it and I'm I'm like, well, I, I hope that you enjoy it. <laughs> See, I, I, when, I, when I'm creating like that, I well, part of it is that often I'm writing songs, mm -hmm. I, I need mm -hmm. silence. 
I, especially when I'm writing music. Well, well if you're I writing do music, is listen to someone else's music. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But even even when I when, even when in college when I was writing a lot creatively, I preferred to not have a distraction because yeah. especially music very much affects your mood. Yes. And if you're getting to a point where you're trying to get dark or something and the music isn't at that point, it's interfering. It's fighting yes. you. You know what I mean? It depends on what I'm writing. Sometimes I sometimes the music really helps to, to keep me going. Mm-hmm. And I find that if I start writing a really dark scene and then like a really happy, upbeat... Uh, well, that doesn't comes on. You're a firework! That oh, doesn't shit. bother me so much, actually, because kind of, you know, you have to just write happy upbeat to the, the stroking the keyboard when you're writing the death scene it's it's cool but uh <laughs> yeah, you know no. when i get that kind of discordance i just well no but if i'm I writing like a really song. upbeat scene and then a really sad song comes out i'll just skip the song yeah yeah i listen but... to the skyrim tra- soundtrack yeah the sky yeah, background music background is music. really good like bgm from games and and mm-hmm. yeah movies um i have definitely used that for some things i started trying to a little while ago um to build out just for fun a, a tabletop system that was based off of The Last of Us. So I just grabbed the soundtrack from the yeah. game mm-hmm. and listened to that <coughs> as okay. I was building the system, you know, which right. was perfect. So, because it, it got me into the, the mindset for where it should be and what level of, of conflict you're looking for, you know. But yeah, getting, I mean, back to like writing, writing tips and stuff. Um, blank pages are really, really intimidating. Intimidating, yeah. Mm-hmm. So usually Fuck what that. I do, usually what I do is I take, I, I open a blank page, I center the text and put it up at the top, <coughs> and I write down like the title of whatever the fuck, like if sometimes I'll even just write down this fucking short story mm-hmm. or whatever, just so that something is on the page. And then I'll skip it down a few lines and be like, okay, this is me writing a short story about this fucking thing. And then I'll skip down again and come up with a beginning line or a place to start, and then I'll go. And then, you know, you have to go back and remember to delete the, you know, this fucking <laughs> short story. Um, yeah. But but Especially just getting something like that down helps. Something the, on the, the page. The phrase I was taught was, uh, the bitch lies. Yeah. And then you move on from there. And yeah. again, remember. Just write down the bitch lies. The bitch it. lies. I have no idea yeah, why. No, no. Yeah. It just gets you going. But or my... just like, fuck. <laughs> That's what I do. I just write down fuck. That's funny. I actually writing. draw that. Oh, nice. When I'm doing artwork, I sometimes <laughs> write down obscenities when I really don't want to do something. Yeah. But, you know, Like it's money. carved out of a stone 3D. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is why you no, it so fucking similar. It fucking um, helps, though. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's weird for you, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes. What? That we're what? really similar. Yeah. 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 Honey, you got taste. Yeah, a little bit. We're not going to say what kind, but you got one. <laughs> this is another one of those moments where it benefits me to keep my mouth shut. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does everyone know the... Do we yeah, just know this. For those, of, you, for those of y'all who don't know, this is hilarious, the sitcom that Twins Life is. Um, I'm Twins Girlfriend, and uh, Aya is her ex. Yeah. And Aya is my best friend. Yes. So hard That's life. the awkward yeah. part. It's hilarious. <laughs> fist bump <laughs> yeah vodka it, these infused. are the moments when i do get awkward is that i don't how do i, how do I <laughs> fist bump that's right I'm, la, la, la. I, I'm, I'm terrified when all of my ex-wives get together and meet Ooh, it's yeah. never happened but yeah. at some point that's <laughs> one day incredibly awkward someday. <laughs> to but our God. wives and girlfriends <coughs> may they never may meet. they never meet <laughs> <laughs> you might my, one other thing that I do with writing is to make sure right that back I, on track there. I'm trying, man. <laughs> Almost. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, is if it's the kind of thing that's going to take you more than one session to complete, I try to make sure that I don't, I don't leave off on a good stopping point. I leave off in the middle of something going. Oh on. yeah, yeah. yeah. And idea. then when you good sit, idea. when you sit back down. You're like, not, you spend the whole next day excited right. to get back, and you're picking up. You're like, holy shit, I can't believe I, I gotta get back to it because it's yeah. really important because, oh my god, protagonist right is gonna fucking die! <laughs> Jesus! And you, you and then you sit down, and you, you pick it right back up more easily. Because exactly I, my like biggest that. problem is to sit down after I have written a couple thousand words the day before and had a great day. And then the yeah. next day I come back and I'm gonna sit down, and I'm like, alright, I'm gonna have a day just like yesterday. It's gonna be great. No. And then I... I can't, just no. jumping that hurdle to actually start typing is the hardest part. Yeah. Once I start typing, I, I'm fine, and mm -hmm. I'll just keep going. Mm -hmm. but, but starting is so hard, unless I manage to leave off in not a good stopping place, where there's, like, I'm in the middle of an action scene, or something is going on, or, right. or you know, whatever it is. <laughs> um, then I can, then I have something to pick back up from to get me back into the loop when I start again, um, which I find is very helpful. E. When I'm I, I, when I'm writing song lyrics specifically, I will just start writing free verse mm -hmm. until something comes to me, and that I'll write a ton of stuff. I mean, a page and a half, two pages of stuff, and then finally, a line will come up, and I'll think that's interesting, and I'll delete the rest of it. Yeah, and then that'll be the either the hook or the beginning of something that I start with. Mm -hmm. I've, write, I've written a lot of songs that way. That so. actually explains a lot. That makes sense. <laughs> like not in a bad way. No, I was it's I like, was very curious recently about your process because you just pump out songs. Not not really. I've, I I'm writing two or three songs a year right now. That compared to me. Well, <laughs> compared to what I used to write. Fair. I mean, I, I, mean I, I used to have. If you look at older Boggard CDs, I would have six or eight songs on a CD. We came out with CDs every two years, and now I think I have four on the last one and it took three years to produce hmm. so yeah, my, my, my song and that and that's purely time because mm -hmm. once I, got, I, I I had a songwriting lull that's how this whole podcast started really? I had <laughs> I had a songwriting lull I was not able to Writer's write any block. songs that I liked hmm. and I'm like I need a, I need to find another creative outlet, outlet. Yeah. so I'm going to start gaming again <clears throat> because that it's very creative if you're GMing. Oh, yeah. So I started GMing a game again, and once I started doing that, then, of course, I go hog wild, and it's like, oh, I started a podcast, too. So <laughs> what? that's you're, how this whole thing You're an all-or-nothing kind of guy. I am. I am. It's a thing. It's a stupid thing sometimes. I would like to take this moment to thank our friend Ira, who knows that we are on this podcast, yes. for starting to email me thanks, or starting to text me thanks for signing up for Sloth Facts in the <laughs> middle of the podcast. Yeah, he did that with cats for me. <laughs> Wait, I don't have a text message from Ira yet. Yes. <laughs> Sloth, facts. Sloth Facts. Sloth Facts. Like, they got three toes? Yeah. Very they move very slow. slow. <laughs> yeah. They mostly Basically. eat leaves. Yeah. Eat shoots and leaves. <laughs> eat shoots and leaves. <laughs> I can't not say that. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Jim Toe. Focus. All right. Gaming. Gaming. Night. Who, who, who? I think I'm the last one. Okay. Next. Right. Um, Tag. I think I, I suspect from the writing that this is intended to be read. Gaming, gaming, nightmare, nightmare, da da da. <laughs> dun dun dun. Email from Nerdicist Ryan. Dear Stu and the Douches. 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 <laughs> I don't 
don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Love it. Bask in it. <laughs> I come to you with a tale of gamer woe. It has been a long time since my last confession, mm-hmm. <laughs> but thus I shall begin. Tell us. Our I child. I was just out of college. Our child. Yeah. I was just out of college and had an itch to get back into the RPG hobby. <laughs> you need to have that looked at, sweetheart. <laughs> After some time away. But I wanted some exposure to a different group than my previous one. I had pretty much always gamed with the same group of people. It's too easy. Exposure. It's too easy. <laughs> I can't not. I'm four years old. I can't four years old. So living in Philly, I turned to Craigslist. Oh, God. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> Why? How many I roses d- did the GM <coughs> want to charge you? <laughs> oh, no. I turned to Craigslist, and sure enough, I find a guy looking to host a game. Oh, I bet you did. And with the mention of Craigslist, I know what you guys are thinking. <laughs> We've been but very But believe vocal. me, it's worse. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the guy seems nice enough and there are a couple of other guys there for the session Mm -hmm. one of which is one of whom motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) is a member of the hosting GM's church (laughs) not really my crowd but well enough the first session was largely a meet and greet and some exposition about the GM's homebrew world which was described as something of a utopia a monotheistically uh, revering Pelor hmm really so I think we had some RPing with some NPCs, and that was session one. On to session two. In session two, we are charged with the righteous task of spreading the words and teachings of Pelor to the wicked people of the lands beyond. Missionaries. Missionaries. Cunting Jesus freak motherfucker. <laughs> I love you for saying cunting. We're all having a cunting good time here, aren't we? Stu, you mentioned how angry it makes you when someone attempts to take the free will, the choice from your character. Just imagine spending decades of your life as an atheist and having some dude shove Bible study bullshit down your throat, trying to fuck with your free will, not as someone running a character in a game, but attempting that shit on you as a human being. Needless to say, I didn't go back to the game, but I really wish I'd offered some suggestions as to where to put his crucifix prior to not showing up to another (laughs) session. Oh my god. It's fine that different people have different faiths and levels thereof, and hey, if everyone's opted in, I could imagine an RPG would be a great way to explore the stories and teachings of your faith. But people like the GM I encountered make me want to convert from atheism to misotheism, hater of the gods, <laughs> out of spite of this patronizing attitude of, I know you've held beliefs for decades, but I'm going to shove dogma down your throat. I still get angry whenever I think about this experience. I did end up finding some decent people to game with off of Craigslist after this debacle, just to put a glimmer of a silver lining on this tale. Thanks for enduring the rant, and take a drink! I know I'll need one after typing this out. Marcus Ryan. That's that's strange to me, because to you, the Ryan. fact that... I'll drink to that. That it's... It was Paylor, and it makes... Yeah. Well, he's sort of the go-to uh, D&D... The guy... Right. Cleric deity. But, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, I'm not, I, I'd be curious to know more details of exactly what happened, because personally, right. like, it, what is, this story doesn't sound overly offensive, and I am so sensitive to having yeah. people shove religion down my throat. I'm so fucking sensitive. No, she really is. I, I am a ginger gay pagan. Fuck you. <laughs> and your religion. <laughs> She's turning into an angry lesbian angry. just talking about it. Lesbian. It's, it's a miraculous transformation. <laughs> so I just... I 
it infuriates me in the moments where people will attempt to to force religion upon me. I mean, like by all means, practice your religion. I have no right. no qualms about that. I have a, a variety of individuals in my life who are religious folks, and mm-hmm. that they're great people. But it's the forcing down the throat that becomes a problem. That, but this doesn't. It doesn't sound like. Yeah, that, though. It sound like right. That. No, I, I mean, I, an RPG is different. I mean, it's I. I have settings in my world where religion is just the way that it is. Yep. Because sometimes that's part of the setting, and sometimes, I mean, some of the discussions that we have occasionally is that one of my favorite things about roleplay, about roleplaying games, is to have the opportunity to explore something in a safe environment that you would otherwise not ordinarily either be able to explore or be comfortable with exploring. Sure. I am not an overly religious person, but sometimes I take a lot of enjoyment out of playing characters of faith mm-hmm. in a, an RPG setting because it lets me explore a thing that I personally have very little experience with. I wasn't raised with religion. My father's an atheist. My mother's a Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. They're still married, but yeah. I wasn't raised with religion for obvious reasons. Right. Um, so it, it, that's something new and different. Well, and it's like the, the yeah. last con, I mean, I, I am, I wouldn't say I'm an atheist, but I'm, I, I just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 the f- most fun I had was playing an incredibly devout character in Dogs in the Vineyard game, mm-hmm. because I got to explore that sort of yeah. unwavering faith, and it was fun. It was a yeah, lot of, one of fun. It is. One of my main characters that I, I play a lot in various different settings is a paladin. Mm-hmm. Very devout. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, fun. like, if these guys were having conversations with him out of game where they were being really overtly religious at him, then by all means, be upset about your religious Craigslist experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we, come on, Craigslist. Yeah. We, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, we were lucky we that's all that happened. We weren't yeah. there. We weren't there, but it sounds like maybe might have been a little sensitive. Yeah. A little. But I mean, again, we weren't there. Get it. Or he left something out. And yeah. Or he or he just didn't yeah, I mean, like I said, we weren't there. Yeah. And kudos to you for at least trying it more yeah. than once. Going back for that second session is a good thing. Yeah. You seem a little more surprised about it than I would at and first using, <laughs> and using cunt as a verb. Yes. Well yeah. And Which you get is, extra points. I mean for definite yeah. bonus for that. Uh but it's so, a very versatile uh, word. <laughs> it is. Very much so. <laughs> Uh, so kudos for those things, though. Try not to worry about it too much. If they really want to shove dogma down your throat, I guarantee you it will be very clear, and it probably <laughs> won't be through gaming. I yeah. although that's a that's a really interesting thought. Oh God, they've the found recruiting. the gaming. <laughs> Proselytizing. Oh gaming. Jesus! Yeah. Oh Absolutely. Jesus! Literally, I they've see- found us. <laughs> I could totally see someone doing that yeah if it well, wasn't for the moral panic of y- you know D is evil is actually what i was game. thinking yeah. is yeah. this is actually kind Satan's of a good sign game. oh god this they're is... using tools <laughs> 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 but like this might actually be a good sign as frustrating as it as it is to be like really if i sign up am i gonna end up with like super religious murder hobos like how does that work <laughs> see well that that's well, what our dog- have you ever played dogs uh, in the vineyard no. i haven't have no. you are you familiar with the setting no. not at all uh it takes place uh in in this uh mythical world called utah okay and there <laughs> is a church <laughs> mormonism which uh, has nothing to do mm-hmm. with any modern religion uh-huh, of, of course and of course. you all play uh god's Watchdogs, 
and yeah. you're a okay. group of people who are basically the enforcers of, of the faith. And you go around from town to town seeking out sin and making sure everyone is, is living life the way they're supposed to. And there's <laughs> oh. witchcraft and things that you're g going and hunting down. I mean, you're, you're, right. you're literally... Think of paladins uh, to the, the most extreme, the most militant paladin you can think of, and it's an entire party of them. Oh, God. Oh. And you're basically oh, Mormon. But it's <laughs> not more. It, it actually isn't Mormonism because it's... He created... Vince Baker's the guy that made the, wrote the game. Mm -hmm. uh, he created a different religion that just happens to take place in Utah at around the same time uh, yeah. the Mormons mm. moved into Utah. Mm -hmm. So, but that that's basically the game you're playing. And you know, the, like the, in the game we played, that my my character was his. You have aspects, kind of like in a fate in fate. Okay. And one of my aspects was. Um, I'm getting texts. Sorry. Ding. Was uh, from my unwa my unwavering faith is a shining example. Was one of my right. one of my things, which means if I did something that was like a a a a, a show of a show <laughs> of my faith, mm -hmm. it would inspire the people around me, right? That sort of thing. And so I would do all kinds of like just crazy suicidal things. Yeah in order to get the people around me and and there was a game mechanic built into it that would sort of help boost my ability to do that which but is great it was um it's it's a very fun game but i could also see people of a, a uh, who of people who have a very strong faith could be very comfortable playing that game right uh maybe toning it down a little bit some of the some of the stuff but i could see people being people who may not be comfortable playing a fantasy game or games that have magic in it or stuff like yeah. that mm -hmm. might play something like that and if more people role playing and that's, that's there's nothing wrong not with that bad. really yeah no i bad. mean not at all and it it's role playing zealots are still role playing yeah it's good <laughs> and it, i mean it's always good to to i mean a lot of the time role play even if you're role playing people who are are you know, faithful to Pale or, or whatever, um, does tend to offer at least some amount of, of opening up one's mind to other things through the story, mm -hmm. uh, which is always a good thing. Um, and I mean, which is not to say that every person who practices a religion is closed-minded, uh, just that some of them are. Um, Fair. Uh, but and realistically, whether religious or not, having encouraging open-mindedness among people is a good thing, regardless. Yep. Um, but it, it's it's interesting. I don't know. Paladins are one of my favorite classes to play, personally. Like I love. They're some of my favorites. And they're they terrifying. don't have to be lawful stupid. They yeah. don't. They contrary to popular belief, yep. lawful good does not have to mean lawful stupid. My, it just my, doesn't. My paladin is neutral good. Yeah. <laughs> Hex. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, I like, I when GMs don't stick to lawful requirements. Yeah. Yay. I mean, I, I had, um, in the, the weekly Middle Earth game that we play, I didn't play, it wasn't a class based system, but I played a Knight of Gondor who was, we wound up getting caught in all this stuff going on with the, the Ainur. And it, like, he was blindly faithful to them, which is really appropriate for the setting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and oh. he was a ton of fun to play, and he was an inspirational character a lot like that, where he had a lot of abilities, where he would 
you know, he had some abilities where he was, he would murder something so awesomely in combat that everybody else would be so inspired that they would heal damage. Yeah, no <laughs> like, joke. Like, bamf heal all of us. We just go, whoa, And dude. healing was a big deal in oh, the yeah, system, too. I mean, this was a high-end ability, but he could also give an inspirational speech, and we would take an extra five dice on our next roll. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Because it was a dice, yeah. dice pool mm-hmm. really system. It was a lot of fun. Hot. It was good. Yeah. yeah. It was hot. We liked that character. Yeah, but, did. I mean, I, I think that that do you want a fist bump? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they've decided I'm an apatheist. I know. Yeah. That made me You're so happy. Apathy. You're an apatheist. I love Perfect. that. I, that's actually me, too. That describes me. Like, yeah, I'm, no joke. I'm comfortably agnostic. I'm just like, I don't know. It's fine. Let me know when you have empirical okay. evidence. Yeah. I, <laughs> even then, I'm like, I'm just doing my thing. Right. Whatever. Yeah. I have thoughts and opinions, but they're not going here. <laughs> well, I have opinions too, but I'll we'll find with you, myself. bro. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just think that me that too. I used to have that bumper sticker <laughs> that uh, Pitts said. Uh. Yeah, I just find that that exploration. Like, I don't. I'm not as comfortable with playing a game where it has actual like real out-of-game faiths involved mostly because I am not familiar enough with them to feel like I can do them justice when I play that character. See, that's one of the things about GURPS that I've always liked, Mm -hmm. is the fact that they don't shy away from real-world faiths. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. interesting. And and that, to me, I find that more interesting because everyone has at least a point of reference. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true. Whether you know them or not, because the the default fantasy world for the GURPS fantasy setting was called uh, the Banestorm or something like that. And it's a fantasy world where there were elves and dwarves and orcs. Mm -hmm. And at various points in human history, there was a storm that brought in Vikings, uh, Muslims during the Crusades, Mm -hmm. and Christians during the Crusades. And then later on... That's a good mix. ...brought in... (laughs) Christians from like the like 18th century. I can't believe that that alone didn't end the world. I was gonna say, and but, by good you mean eventful. And then <laughs> but they all had their th- these these different faiths showed up and then got adopted and g- crossed. And then I mean there were like Muslim lizard men and there were like Christian elves. Did anybody else just go to war games in here? Was that just me? That was just you. All right. What? <laughs> that Doctor Who episode? The really old one? That war the games. The two o'clock in the morning episode? I was thinking the episode? movie. No. Was like, <laughs> would you like to play a game? No. Yes. <laughs> I was like, how did that... No, I don't no. remember most of that because oh, okay. I was high as balls on lack of sleep and too much caffeine. You know, I think yeah. I'd, I'd been picturing, I mean, maybe just because I've been, you know, like reading and watching it more like, more like a Hunger Games scenario in that case. <laughs> Bring forth the best of your religions. <laughs> <laughs> they shall be Man. a sacrifice. <laughs> Except with the lisp, apparently. A sacrifice. <laughs> well, they have a really ridiculous accent in the capital in Hunger Games. Oh. They all talk like this. Oh, no. That's oh, we talking about the movies? I read the books, and I have now seen the first movie, which was awful, and Catching Fire, which was great. <laughs> um, was that's it, all that I've seen so far. Was it awful? Nothing. Oh, the, the first, first Hunger Games. Okay, that direct. I haven't read any of the books. So I, I, I mean, I, I, I've only had neither have I. I actually, I actually don't hate it specifically because I read the books, although that didn't help its case. <laughs> um, but the primary reasons that I hated it were um, 
A, the constant shaky cam for no fucking reason. I never because noticed everybody was like running. I, I never don't noticed either. I don't, I, I don't either, but I did in this movie. Shake it, shake it, shake it. That's yeah. like people are like, like oh my bake. god, what, what's his name? What's the guy that did the, the, the sure, last wow. two Star Treks? Oh, Let's do yeah. the Star Wars now. Uh, Lens flare, oh my god, I never noticed either. Right! Yeah, yeah. Did no, I didn't notice. I didn't notice. Don't care. Didn't no, notice. I yeah, I really enjoyed I the movies. I didn't notice I didn't the flares, and I notice directorial shit all the time. She I'm does. usually the one who's like, put the camera down. Yeah, part of it was just the, put it down. Was the, the constant shaky cam for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of it was the fact that they approached the movie with the following attitude: "There's no time. There's no time. Everything There's no time was for so." Trunca- you have to truncate things for books, well, and that, that makes sense. That's every Harry Potter mover, m- movie past the first one. But I mean, like, the things that they chose to include versus the things that they just rushed past and didn't give any of the appropriate reverence to was ridiculous. Um, and the third thing was that, I don't know if you noticed, but like 90 to 95% of that movie didn't have a score. Yeah. I did not. There was, I did there was not no music. score in the movie, so there are these emotional <laughs> scenes going on over dead silence, which I'm sure that the director thought was really artsy fartsy, and in fact just made it seem like a cheap fucking home movie. See, I didn't. I, I had. I did totally did not have that impression. Oh man, yeah. I have to watch it again. I will have to watch it again. See, I, no, I noticed. Notice the lack I noticed director stuff a lot, and I notice. Um, uh, I noticed writing stuff, uh, so does she, and I noticed director stuff, and it used to actually drive her crazy. We would be watching a movie, and I'd be like, oh my fucking god, stop, put the camera down, stop it, stop, and she'd be like, baby, shut up, We're you're ruining it for me! Like, hey, sorry, <laughs> sorry, but then, so she wanted to watch The Hunger Games, because she's been reading the books. I didn't really have any interest in the books right. or the movies, so I was like, alright, whatever. She was like, do you, do you wanna, do you mind if we watch... Let's watch the movie. I want to watch the movie. I, I like, want to find okay. out if it actually, you know, is okay. Sure. I was like, okay. So we sat down, and the first, like, 30 seconds, I was like, oh, my fucking God. Camera. Cameraman, no. And I didn't say anything. I, I didn't never, say anything. I never noticed that stuff. And, and then finally she I was, said something. Finally she was like, oh, my God, put the camera down. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So yeah, what, no, it made was, me crazy. Uh, apparently nobody else, I mean, apparently I'm not the only one who feels this way because I think that they, I mean, they got rid of the director from the first <laughs> movie and used a different guy for all the other movies. Uh-huh. And Catching Fire is brilliant. I loved it. Which um, one? That's the second one? Yeah, it's the second one. I've I haven't, I haven't seen the first part of Mockingjay, mm-hmm. which I know is out. That's the one with the guy that OD'd, right? I don't know. That doesn't timing. Have, have a, <laughs> ping. Ah, I see you brought the machine that goes ping. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, what, what, what's the what's the guy? That guy with that the guy nose. Oh, dude, in catching the guy with the face. You, yeah, the guy, the guy, the guy with the, the face with the. I haven't seen it, so no, I don't nothing. Know. The, I don't the, know the actor who OD'd. I don't oh, keep up oh, with these things. Oh, that guy, yeah. a Joker guy. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger? No, no, not Heath Ledger. Yeah, I was like, he definitely not Heath Ledger. Okay, <laughs> like, I didn't know he was in that movie. Damn. No, I don't know. They're gonna know what I, who I'm. They're gonna know who I'm Help talking me, about in the, in the chat room. No, there's a dude that <laughs> like the chat room. he like OD'd and died or killed himself. Oh or my something. god, they're talking about Kingsman, <laughs> no. which was no, oh which my was god. great. No, no, that no. fucking movie. No, no, that fucking um, movie. No. But yeah, I don't know. I've I've seen Catching Fire. Oh I haven't god, watched the other one yet, movie. and then I know no. the last one isn't out until later this year. But he's the guy that designed. He's the guy that designed the games. They, they had the first oh, guy and Plutarch they replaced Kevinsby, him. Um, and then the they had the second him. guy. This guy right here, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, he he, he did. Died? He died. Yeah, didn't he? I don't what? know. Well, 
We oh, didn't hear wiki? about it. Wiki, so we see his... Didn't f- f- I'm sure he died. No, uh, wait. <laughs> but yeah, the, the chat room says Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, hi, Temujin. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman died oh. <laughs> February 2nd, 2004. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, he like OD'd or something. Or I, 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 I said can't in the beginning that I lived under a rock. 2014. Yeah, I just got censored. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> a censored thing in there. I, I, I can't tell you. Censored in the really. chat room. <laughs> but I don't know. It was pretty oh, good. Shit. So that no, was, but like, that was but that was what I thought of when you talked about bringing like the the Christians and the Muslims and the Vikings and the <laughs> yeah the Hunger Games. That's how we got on this fucking topic. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it full circle. I'm no, I'm like, just hard. I'm just loving that the chat room brought up Kingsman. If you haven't seen that movie, see it. Do it. I can't. I spent the first hour of that movie <laughs> believing that it was to actually taking itself seriously and and being very disappointed. <laughs> and then about an hour into the movie, Which when movie? Uh, Kingsman, Kingsman. when Samuel L. Jackson sat down uh, Colin Firth and had a conversation with him, where they basically tell the audience that they're not taking themselves seriously. That I was in, in after that, and it was okay. great. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. That I'm fucking movie. To, that movie knows exactly what it did, and it's not sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yep. It oh, was man. great, but uh, I don't know. I think I think RPGs can be can be a fun and safe way to explore some kinds of faith, as long as it's not. RPGs can be a fun and safe way to explore a lot many of kinds of everything. Yeah, yes. really. Yeah, no. I, and, as long as you're in a safe environment, people could use it to proselytize as well. Uh, of and course, that is but true. you need to be more subtle. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to advertise on Craigslist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then have people come worship. Paylor. Right. Pay-lor. Exactly. Yeah. And charge Pay-lor. them. Uh, send, <laughs> s- hand around a basket so everyone right. can put flower or roses in it. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Is that a thing? Oh my god. Um, that's the pay- that's the you know the, that's the payment the euphemism for prostitution on yes. Gre- Greg's yes. house. Oh the yes. roses. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was trying to make a religious connection. No, I was I'm like, not. don't they pass it around and there are like coins and wafers and I'm I don't know. Sh- I'm sure no cops figured that out. Yeah, yeah no, no. Of course not. <laughs> um but, but in room back rub, six hundred roses. <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah. Right. Man. I love roses. Hmm. <laughs> Dude. And th- think about the poor sap that actually goes and gets 600 roses. I know, and then shows up. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like roses. You do like roses. That would work well. Should we call it? Speaking of Hunger Games, <laughs> roses are relevant. Um, Can, yeah. They're not edible, are they? <laughs> Anything is edible roses? if you're brave enough. <laughs> I don't think roses are edible. Roses are totally edible. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you can actually make um, really good uh, little ice cream things with rose petals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're totally edible. You just don't want to take them you. from, like, I know this, okay? There's food <laughs> made with rose petals. I so when you say you worked in a florist I know shop. That, I, know I, did. Rose wa- I know there's rose water. Oh, yeah. Totally, like, rose petals are totally <laughs> edible. Sometimes you can sugar them. Like, you, 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 uh, not caramelize, but you make them into candy. And oh, uh, yeah. just don't get them off of like the roadside. Like you know how everybody <laughs> and their mother here has roses by the roadside. Those are cancer. Don't eat them. <laughs> cancer. It's so cancerous. It has any it. other name smell as sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh. oh, nicely done. Nicely done, chat room. <laughs> Yay. Um, so yeah, no, eat your roses, but okay. only the ones that grow in the backyard. Th- they have vitamins. Of course. Okay. All right. <laughs> Only if they're green. Vitamins. Let's call it. Okay. Right. Call it. We're, we're done. Who are we calling? The show. <laughs> oh. Okay. Will this work? <laughs> I'm going to have to chug the rest of this podcast. Yeah.
My goodness. Where listeners of Happy Jacks RPG Thank you for joining us for Season 14, Episode 15 of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. I'm Twin. I'm Maui. I'm Aya. And thank you for joining us. And if you'd like to hear us again, we record the show live on Friday nights at 8 p.m.-ish uh, <laughs> Pacific Daylight Time at happyjacks.org slash live. And if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. And that's it. Thank you for joining us, and we'll leave you with a song. Again from the sun and the rain, the road into heaven is paved with burlap both coarse and fine. It covers our heads and linens our beds, much stronger than lace and much softer than twine. Majestic and proud, it loved dance in the air. Our great savior burlap that Leaves us bare with colors both old and pure. It blocks out the sun when it is well hung, and none can escape its lure. For men sail across the seas, they fight mighty war, sell their daughters for whores to be under its color like me. Majestic and proud.